Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 23 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Get creative with selling online. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Well, my intention for this episode is to get you comfortable selling online, to tell you it's time to get scrappy, to ask you to step out of your comfort zone and get creative with selling on the internet. Please keep in mind that COVID-19, state and government orders, everything is different for all of us and it changes all the time. Some of the information I share might not be relevant when you listen to this episode. I just want to make sure I mention that. That's my little disclaimer for today because things are so fluid and it is constantly changing. So today I'm going to skip the shopkeeper shout out because it's important that I jump into this topic. If you want access to free resources for retailers during the COVID-19 pandemic, I want you to visit the Shopkeepers Academy That's shopkeepersacademy.com. I'll have it linked in the show notes. But so far within the free resources section, uh, we have a 10-page general guide. It's a PDF file that you can download. It's specifically for retailers and how to deal with this situation. We have a break-even analysis spreadsheet that's been contributed by Sarah Nemechek of WE Profit Foundry. I'll have her website linked. And then there are hand-lettered graphics for our community to share, and those are designed by Natalie of Natterdoodle. So this has been a very big effort on many people's part to contribute to this, and I just want to make sure that I mention them and that you know that these free resources exist if you want to access them. So things have escalated with COVID-19 over the past week, um, particularly in the United States, more so than any of us were probably expecting. And I understand why. I understand the logic behind asking all of us to socially isolate ourselves. I know there are some who don't agree, but personally, my family is all in. We're doing our best to stay away from friends, family, and the general public. The store I co-own with my sister is temporarily closed. And life the way we knew it has drastically changed. It really all seems surreal, you know? And although our brick-and-mortar store is closed this past week, before we were officially ordered to close, my sister and I still went to our store because there's always work for us to do. I mean, really, if we wanted to, we could have spent the next four to eight weeks there working alone, and we probably would have had work to do every single day. It might have been hard, You know, now in the state of Ohio at this point while I'm recording, everyone's been ordered to stay home, but we could have worked there for probably up to two months and kept busy if we really pushed through. I should add that in our store, we have a retail space, but we also have a creative studio where we refurbish furniture. So the projects are endless. I appreciated the creative time this week, but I genuinely miss the customer interaction And this is coming from a person who's an introvert, but I really miss connecting with our customers. It was strange working in the store um, and not having anyone come in. Working on projects to sell when we open again is a good use of our time, but while we're closed, it won't necessarily pay the bills. So what does this mean? It means getting creative with selling. 
And I don't mean being spammy or guilting our customers into buying. That's not what I want to do. I know most of us don't want to do that. Well, I actually hope that isn't what I'm doing. I hope that's not the way I'm coming across to our customers. I know, my sister knows, that people are struggling financially right now. But I also know some are not. And actually, some other people are actually doing well. It just kind of depends on the industry you're in. If selling makes you uncomfortable right now, I get it. But as business owners, we shouldn't assume that no one wants to buy and that no one can shop right now. That's not necessarily true. And I am consciously taking a one or two day break from social media each week for the store. And that gives us a little bit of a break and it gives our customers a little bit of room to breathe. And then in between, I'm trying to engage with them and I am selling some of the things that we have. Not only are people wanting to support small businesses, but there are many customers who genuinely like shopping with all of us and at all of our stores. And with their lives also being disrupted, they might actually still enjoy shopping with us. So what I'm saying is give them the option. Just because you're selling online or marketing your business digitally doesn't mean everyone has to shop with you right now. So I'm probably, I hope I'm making my point. We owe it to ourselves, our businesses, all the people that support our entrepreneurial journey, like our partners and our children, to do what we can to survive this pandemic as business owners. We have not worked this hard to let the situation take it all away. And I really mean this. And if you're a member in Savvy Shopkeepers, you know I am conveying this message strongly. So this episode is for the independent retailer who is concerned about where rent will come from, whether they can survive one, two, or even multiple months of closure. So let's get to it. If your store is temporarily closed, if your sales are down, if you're a maker and brick and mortar store owners aren't placing as many wholesale orders from you as they were before, we are going to have to get scrappy. So here's a list of ways for you to sell now. I want to add that you might have might have even heard some of the ideas and suggestions that I'm going to share on this list, but I'm going to dive a little bit deeper and address some of the questions that I see come up with these ideas and suggestions, because sometimes well, someone will just offer a suggestion, but you still want to know, like, well, how do I do that? Or what do I do? Or what does that mean? Or how do I get that information? So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into each suggestion that I'm sharing. So the first one is use email marketing. This is a great way to stay in touch with your customers, but also a great way to sell. You should at minimum be sending out one email per week right now. And if you haven't started an email list, it's not too late. Better late than never. Try to get people on your email list. And I have an episode specifically about email marketing. So if you listen to episode 21, that's a great guide, a great place for you to start. The next item on the list is offer free shipping. So if you don't already do this, you might be surprised at how many consumers love free shipping. My sister and I witnessed that this past week when we waited a little bit, but then we announced that we were offering free shipping. And the second we offered free shipping, the orders started coming in. So now is the time to offer it. For some orders and for some businesses, this might dip into your profit margin more than you like. But it is an order that you're receiving. It is revenue. I can tell through our Facebook communities that many shopkeepers don't offer shipping services because they don't know what to do or it overwhelms them. So I'm in the process of working with an assistant to help me create a downloadable guide 
to help you get started with shipping. It will be available for purchase in the Shopkeepers Academy this weekend, I hope. I just want to mention that most of our followers and customers are in Ohio. So for us, we focus on offering free shipping just in the state of Ohio. Because after shipping for years now, I learned and realized that I can ship in all of Ohio for only 7 or $8 for most standard size packages. And that's priority mail with the U.S. Postal Service. And I'm just mentioning this because once you kind of get into the groove and you see how much shipping costs to certain areas, you can just focus on a region. So we offer free shipping in Ohio for $7, and that has worked really well for us this past week. So it does take a little bit of work to get there, but I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. So the next one is offer delivery. You can limit this to a certain mile radius from your home or store, but it's usually cheaper to deliver than to ship. We actually spent some time last week delivering at least a half a dozen orders, maybe more. But it can be easier just to deliver that package than for us, you know, in our instance, in our case, for us to pay the 7 or $8 to ship it. If it's two or three miles away, it's way cheaper for me to deliver it. So what we did is we just made sure that we contacted the customer, that they were comfortable with this. They can tell us where to leave the package. You know, I could tell them that I would ring the bell and that we would leave and they can come out and get the package. So that's an option too. The next one is offer curbside pickup. So not all customers will be comfortable with delivery, but they might be in the neighborhood or close enough to swing by and pick up. I also understand that if you're under orders to stay away from your business, that this won't work for you, but I just want to mention it for those that it still applies to. So keep your phone handy and ask them to call you so that they can take so that you can take their order out to their car. And speaking of your phone, if you have a landline at your store, you might want to consider uh, rerouting those phone calls to your home phone or your cell phone. If you don't have a landline or you don't have a phone and you want them to be separated from your personal phone, you can use an app like Open Phone. And I wrote a blog post about Open Phone. It's a little bit old but you'll get the the message. You'll kind of understand what the app is about. It's a really affordable tool for retail business owners to use so that they can stay in touch with their customers. You have text messaging. People can send images. It's really convenient. There's voicemail. And it's a completely separate phone number from your personal cell phone, but the app is on your personal cell phone. So just something to consider in case you need a way to be in touch or get in contact with your customers and you don't want to use your personal phone. Okay, the next one is take orders any way you can. So usually for my sister and I, we have systems and processes in place. Usually we direct customers to our website, but at this point we're telling customers to call us, text us message us, and we'll either get an invoice to them, we'll take payment over the phone, we'll run the credit card transaction if they stop by to pick up their order, and of course this applied to last week for us. But I, at this point, am pretty much willing to take an order any way I can. So if you notice, you can do any of the above without a website. But if you don't have a website, this means you really need to be active in promoting and posting what is in your shop. So I always recommend having a website, but I just want to point out that you don't need it right now to sell online. You can do that by posting on Facebook. You can do that by posting on Instagram. You can make phone calls to customers. You can find out if they need anything. There are just so many things that you can do right now. 
I just don't want you to tell yourself a lie that you, since you don't have a website, you can't sell online. That's not true. So also most point of sale systems offer some type of invoicing ability. Even accounting software programs and PayPal offer invoicing. So if you're telling yourself that you don't have a way to bill or invoice the customers, that's not true either. There are many options. You just kind of have to research, learn how to do it. It's usually really easy and get in there and figure it out. But you do have options. I just want to stress that. The next one is go live on Facebook and Instagram. This is where I'll ask you to step out of your comfort zone. (laughs) I know this is probably making some of you perspire. I get it. Usually if I go live on Facebook or Instagram, I'm usually sweating by the end. Maybe people won't know that or they don't know that, but I am. But if you follow any other shopkeepers who inspire you when you see them go live on social media, go back to their pages right now and learn from them. Watch a handful of their videos, you know, and ask yourself, do you like the videos because the lighting is really good? Do you like it because they keep the camera stationary? And I'm not asking you to invest in a ton of equipment, you know, but look and do the research that you know what you should be doing for your customers. I also want you to note the time of day when you record. You want to position yourself in a room where there's a lot of natural light, and that way you don't have to worry about getting fancy lighting equipment. And if you watch other videos maybe that you don't enjoy, you know, take note about why you don't enjoy them. Does the camera move too much? Is it making you sick to your stomach? There are things you can learn both ways by watching other people's live videos. I just want you to learn from them and take the ideas from them. Of course, I'm not saying to copy anyone, but find inspiration, see what works, see what you think your customers would do and test it out. You just don't know until you try. So go ahead and move forward with going live on Facebook and Instagram. I'm proud to say Doris is the sponsor of this season of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. If you aren't familiar with Doris, they are a premier distributor in the arts and crafts industry. But they are so much more than arts and crafts. They have on-trend home decor items, bridal, garden, gifts, and some great items for creating beautiful store and booth displays. Not only that, Doris has a fantastic blog that includes categories for both makers and brick and mortar businesses. As an independent retail store owner myself, it's really nice to know that we can place a minimum order for only $75. You don't hear that very often. Doris has an exclusive offer for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SHOP20, that's S-H-O-P-20, at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer valid through December 31st, 2020. Visit Doris.com, that's D as in David, A-R-I-C-E.com, Doris.com, to check out everything they have to offer. The next suggestion is to start a VIP Facebook group. So you'll do this for your customers and it takes a little bit of work. But if your store is closed right now and you have a little bit of time to dedicate to it, this might actually be a really good project for you. The one thing that I'll suggest is to focus on getting engagement right away. The more engagement you get from your group members, the better. You can promote engagement by offering giveaways, posting funny gifts or memes. You know your community best, but just know that this takes some nurturing And if this fits your personality and your community, then go for it. So what does this mean? You'll need to pick out a name for the group. You'll need to create the group. 
You want to start inviting your customers to the group. You want to promote the group so you get as many customers or potential customers to join, and you want them to do this quickly. And then you want to start promoting what you have in the store. A lot of people know that once they join these VIP groups, it's to shop, and they're going to be okay with that. You could even create a pop-up group, which means it's temporary. So this causes a sense of urgency, which is really effective when selling. You'll open the group, but you'll announce maybe it closes in one week or it closes in a month. You can specify the time. And in the group, you'll be sharing daily deals, clearance items, or whatever other fun ways you plan to sell. But a VIP group at this point could be a really good idea for your business. All right, on to the next idea is offer a deal of the day or get creative. You can create boxes and bundles of items. Whether you do this on a live or send in emails is up to you, but this provides daily content for social media and could create anticipation with your customers when you're doing these daily deals. I've seen many shopkeepers offer happy boxes or calming bags where they're bundling products and offering them at a discounted price or an appealing price. Customers are getting a deal, they get to support you, and you're bringing them a moment of joy, and there's nothing wrong with that. The next one is gamify your selling, and this you can really have fun with. For example, you can turn a Facebook Live into a blowout sale event. You could also do this in the pop-up group that I mentioned earlier. Let me add, because this is really important, that you want to protect your profit margins on newer merchandise and the majority of the product lines in your store right now. You want to protect your profit margins as long as you can. But if you have merchandise that's old and overdue for a sale, then this is a great way to get rid of it. I don't want you to discount everything in your store right now. You can't afford to do that. But this type of event will take a little bit of work and you need to prepare, but it is doable. So I recommend taking the time to map out the process on paper. This isn't something that you want to wing. It does take some preparing and planning. So have the process written down and think through any issues that might arise. And to give you an example of like the mapping out process for me when I get a piece of paper and figure it all out. This is an example of what I mean. So the first step would be create a Facebook event to promote the the Facebook Live. Share the rules. This could be explaining that the first person to comment with an email address and the word sold, they'll get an invoice. If they don't pay the invoice in 24 hours, it goes to the next person. Whatever your rules are, set that up. The next item on the list would be post daily in the event. The next one is email to create excitement about it. The next one is get your products organized. So you get the idea. There's a whole list of all the things that you want to do. You know, one of the other items I would consider on something like this is to have someone there to help you. So it could be a family member that's there to help you if you're living with family, or it could even be a friend who's also popping on the Facebook Live, but they're writing everything down for you so that you're not trying to write everything down and manage the sale and engage with your customers. Make sure you have help for something like this. And then, of course, the last step would be to send invoices. Just write down the process, what it would look like, and this will help you get organized for a bigger event like this when you're going online. All right, the next suggestion is to teach a class online and have your subscribers register for the class. So uh, on Monday, today, the day I recorded this episode, I taught a free class on how to use Zoom to teach online. And Zoom is a video conferencing software. If you teach a class or tutorial via Facebook Live, for instance, it's open to the public. 
But if you're looking to offer a paid class, then Zoom gives you the ability to share a specific link with them so they can join the class after they pay and register for the class. It's another source of revenue right now. And if you can't teach workshops in person, this could be a good substitute. Last but not least, I want to mention that I have many software programs and tools listed on my website at SavvyShopkeeper.com slash resources. And because of the current situation, many of these companies are offering special deals. So for example, Shopify is offering a 90-day trial. They usually offer a free 14-day trial. So that's a pretty generous offer. I will caution you on jumping into a website or platform without thinking it through. I'm seeing this a lot lately because people are panicking and trying to sell online and they're jumping into websites and platforms that aren't going to work for them in the long run and they're going to waste many, many hours on these projects. So I've decided to offer a workshop. It'll be a paid workshop, but I'm offering a paid workshop on this exact topic soon because I want to save people probably dozens of hours on these types of projects if it's something that you're just going to have to scrap once COVID-19 passes and it is going to pass. The next idea is to sell gift cards. This is a great way to get a bit of a cash injection right now. Remind customers that you don't plan on going anywhere and that they can shop with you when when you open again. So this gives them hope. This gives them the ability to support you. It reminds them how fun and personal it is to shop at your store. So how can you do this? A good example is if you have Square for point of sale, if you go into your dashboard, you can actually sell e-gift cards. They're electronic gift cards. And you'll find this under the gift cards category in the dashboard. Just copy and paste the link and share it. You can share it in your email marketing. You can share it on your website. You can share it as a product in your online shop. You can share it on social media posts. But this is a really good way to get people to provide you with revenue now so that you can push through for as long as as you can. Maybe you can even have your customers call you if you don't have an electronic gift card offering. It doesn't mean that you can't offer gift cards. This is a really good example of getting scrappy. You can mail them a paper card, a printed certificate that you print on your printer, home printer. Again, don't overthink this. Just get it done. So create them if you have to. Sell them. And then I just recommend if you're going to do it, if you're going to take the paper route, you probably want to create a spreadsheet or a paper document just to track the gift certificates and gift cards. You can number them on the back or number them on the front. Keep track of them. Um, Another good idea, too, is maybe you can offer $5 off a $50 gift card or $10 off a $100 gift card. Again, those could be ideas for the future. We want to focus on protecting our profit margins as long as we can. All right, the next one is add products to your online shop. If you have an Etsy shop or websites that's been sitting dormant because you just haven't had the time, now's the time. Start adding your products to your online shops. If you're a maker and you've been wanting to make a line sheet, but again, never had the time, now is the time. I have a free template in level one of the Shopkeepers Academy if you want to sign up and um, get access to the um, line sheet template that I offer. It's in Canva and it is free in level one. So for the makers, if you're feeling down because the wholesale orders have stopped or slowed down, don't worry. I know this will pick back up again, but now is an ideal time to really get ready for when those orders come back to you. 
So to summarize this episode, I know I covered a lot. (laughs) The most important part, again, is to protect your profit margins if you can. But don't be afraid to sell. By no means am I telling you to guilt your customers into shopping, nor am I telling you to spam them with constant offers and selling. But you do run a business, and this hasn't changed. And in order for you to get through this as a business owner, you will need to generate revenue. Now, if you have an emergency fund for your business and you need an emotional or physical break and you can close for a week or two without selling, by all means do this too. I can't stress this enough. Everyone's business and circumstances are completely different right now. So take care of you, take care of your family, and take care of your business. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything that I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 23. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 23. Until the next episode, be savvy, boss up, and by all means, stay healthy. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.